Hey, welcome to the Health Coaches Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Howard Jacobson. Before we get to today's episode, a question. Would you like to become a wicked effective health coach to help people change their behaviors, change their habits, change their health destinies, and to be able to do it through a reliable process, one that works every time? If so, I'd invite you to check out the WellStart Health Coach Training Academy. And you can find it at wellstartcoach.com. And you can check and see when we're running our next training course. All right, let's get to today's topic. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Health Coaches Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Davis, and I am joined with your other host, Howard Jacobson. Howard Jacobson. How are you doing today, Howie? Pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to. Um, to debrief a couple of coach trainings that we did, we started seeing a similar pattern, and I thought it'd be useful to to bring it to folks' attention. So when when you're in the middle of it, um, it can feel like a, a sort of a, a trailless terrain, just going around in circles trying to help someone um, who doesn't understand what's going on. So uh, this is a kind of a clear, quick way to get them back on track. Yeah, yeah. So now since we're trying to help people to be on track and focused, uh, we should just get it out of the way up front. Howard got a new razor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and For those that are watching on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, but I'm growing it back because my kids don't like me without a, without a goatee. So. No, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, the goatee, the goatee looks good, but yeah. uh, okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure that was up front so nobody is distracted by it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we get, okay. get get all that stuff out of the way, for sure. So, so um, let me let me describe what the thing is, and then I want to you know get 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 your take on it. Which is and this we're seeing a lot of this lately with the pandemic, with uh, quarantines and lockdowns, and people working in different ways and often not going to work. Um, and so we're we're hearing and seeing a lot of people saying my habits have sort of slacked off or fallen apart. I'm not going to bed at night when I used to go to bed. I'm not exercising the way I was exercising before. I don't have to be out of the house at seven, so I'm not doing my 5 a.m. thing. Or, you know, and so we're seeing a lot of people who are really confused and they're, you know, they're saying, well, I'm stressed out. So there must be something like going on really deep and I don't, and I know I need to do these behaviors more than ever. And I'm still not doing them. And people are getting really confused and wound up in their own heads about it. And I wonder if, if you've seen this too, and possibly, you know, maybe you and I have both experienced it as well. Yeah, I, I definitely have. And I think actually, you know, it's kind of interesting that, that uh, I, I think maybe I started to recognize a little bit as, even as you were describing this just now, that, you know, when we talked, was it the first episode that we talked about um, some of the struggles that we're going through with maintaining habits and, and, and maintaining, you know, the norm to some degree during this situation or during, you know, any situation of, of, of high stress and change was more focused on the things that we're not doing and on ourselves um, somewhat. Personally, uh, it was a little bit different for me. I've so I've got uh, definitely a different morning routine happening. Um, my, my wife is working from home 
So in the morning when I get up, I've got a little bit more time before I take over with the baby and, and start my day. But for me, it means I do maybe some exercise or some things like that in the morning. And then I use that as an excuse to eat more or earlier than I would really like to. Mm. Um, and it's something that I just started to really uh, recognize over the last you know, this week and maybe last week. And I had been, just like you mentioned, I had been just kind of ascribing that to the stress and distraction of, of what's going on. You know, obviously the, the first, well, I don't know, probably more weeks than I'd like to admit, it was, a, it was like a time of, oh, watch the numbers every couple hours as they update, <laughs> and, you know, flip through the news things to see uh, what do we need to be keeping up with, um, need to. and, uh, and probably overdoing it with a lot of that. And I just blamed, you know, the, the five pounds that I put on or the, whatever that was on just being stressed and, and assuming that it was some sort of, uh, anxiety reaction and things that I'm, that I'm not doing. Right. And I had the same experience myself, which, and, you know, and so we're both experienced coaches. And so that goes to this, quality of, of, of human thought, and we, we can call it a, uh, you know, a dysfunctional thought or a, uh, you know, behavioral economics heuristic, which is we ascribe, if we're trying to explain something that's happening to us or that we're doing, we like to take charge of it. We like, we like to take credit or blame, typically, which is, kind of, which is kind of weird. Like you'd think, well, yeah, I'd love to take the credit, but I'd love to blame someone else or something else. I, you know, I, I think there's just um, a tendency toward control. We want to be in control, even even if it is, you know, in control of this train as we run it off the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> at least we're the ones in control. <laughs> or at least even like people feel out of control. But it's a paradoxically, well, at least I'm the one who's out of control. Yeah. And it's these, you know, these, the situation is so overwhelming. And so people are looking inwardly, like like the basic question that gets triggered is what's wrong with me? Yeah. And, and, and for, you know, for all of us, and you and I have talked about trauma a lot, that when we have a trauma that has not been fully healed, any situation that reminds you of that trauma will trigger it. So just like you were un- unable to go to movie theaters after your PTSD <laughs> because it reminded you of being stuck in a car with a burning engine and a seatbelt that wouldn't release, for a lot of people being stuck at home or food insecure or future insecure, career insecure, relationship insecure can bring up a lot of this stuff. And and so when that happens, one of our go-tos is self-blame, right? Because it's easier to blame ourselves than to blame the caregivers when we were a year old and we had to depend on them. Like they had, they, it was more important that they be solid let us be solid. Because if we're not solid, we can still survive. If they're not solid, then we're messed up. Yeah. Right. And so like, what, what, what came to me is in doing the coaching and the coach training over the last couple of days is in both, in both cases of the people who were, had problems, one person, their exercise routine had gone to shit. Another person um, had stopped their bedtime routine. And... The way the coaches, and these are new trainees, so and the way they first approached it was, 
well, what do you think is going on? Or have you lost your motivation? And can, how, why is this important to you? And these turned out to be not, not just dead ends, but kind of damaging, dangerous places to go because they were reinforcing the, the negative story that there's something wrong with my head. Well, you know, and by and then by doing that, we are, you know, we're looking at all of these bits of, of, of information and of story that are that are all around the situation, but without ever finding out the details of what's actually happening. <laughs> because, you know, it's it's like um, when you get those details, then all of a sudden this just becomes much more simple. Right. And so can you can you describe like the the one you were on last night without naming any names or you know invading any privacy? Like what were what were the details that made it so darn easy to fix when when well, we so got curious so, about them? Yeah. So the one that was last night was the, the one where we were talking about sleep and kind of getting that routine, um, you know, back to what had worked previously. And of course, the tendency of you know the coaches who spoke first and and honestly the tendency of of any of us naturally is oh well what happened what you know what do you think maybe led to this but and of course so we danced around this for a while when we stopped and got curious about the specifics of the situation all of a sudden it is well you know what was what were you doing before that led to you getting into that routine or beginning that nighttime routine. And it was as simple as having an alarm go off. And as soon as, you know, as soon as we found that out, then the next question is, well, is the alarm still going off? And basically we were just about done. Like everything was pretty much solved with just that simple uh, discovery of, you know, one little habit, one little portion of the environment that was changed. Right. And so, you know, the, the, the context of last night's training was about curiosity. Yes. And what I realized is that there's, there's multiple things to be curious about. And coaches are naturally curious. But I think we're often curious about things that don't help. Like we, we were fascinated by the inner workings of the human mind. And that ends up often being a rabbit hole when we want to get fascinated by the movie. Right. Like what? So when somebody says, well, this is what's happening and they're doing it in generalities and they're just telling us a, a story about this is typically how it goes. We have nothing to work with. But when we ask them, like, I want to be a fly on the wall. Take me through it. What happened last night where you stayed up and scrolled Instagram until 2 a.m.? Show me. I want to be able to see the movie. Like that's the kind of curiosity that leads to breakthroughs. Yeah. And I mean, literally um, at times, well, commonly at times we will say, you know, show me the movie. If, if I were to watch the movie of this and and narrow it down, you mentioned, you know, what what happened last night versus, um, you know, someone saying, well, generally I'll do things like X, Y, Z. You want to know what happened at this specific time. The the other I feel like the alternate type of curiosity that we all started with. Uh, particularly in this example that we're talking about was a type of curiosity where we are asking questions simply to try and discover a solution mm -hmm. rather than asking, 
you know, the questions that give us the description of what is happening, which I think then leads to a solution actually, um, you know, more often than not. Yeah, yeah, we can, we, you can feel that, that the when we feel the need to come up with a solution, that our curiosity gets tangled mm. in, in, in our ego. And so we're, we have a bias towards nailing down the butterfly. Mm. Oh, look, I just discovered my mic was all the way over there. <laughs> oh, wow, you sound beautiful now. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so, so that's what this thing is. <laughs> Yeah. See, now we could have had a long conversation about like my inner state and why I wasn't projecting. But all I had to do was swing the damn mic arm a foot and a half. And now and now I sound better. Did you plan that? I did not. <laughs> I, I'm not that good. Or or I am that bad. Yeah. You're right. just good enough. <laughs> so I would say, I mean, to me, that is the biggest difference between a pro and an amateur coach is that the amateur is asking about generalities in order to brainstorm the solution. And the pro is willing to write it out with true curiosity about what's actually happening. What is the real situation on the ground that we're dealing with, not just accepting the story that the client is, is cobbling together for their own understanding and ours, because in that story are baked in assumptions that they're making and we're adding our own assumptions to it. So in the case of last night, the assumption all of us were making was when, when this person was talking about going to bed and scrolling Instagram was that they were scrolling Instagram in bed. They were sitting in there with their phone in bed because that's how I would do it. And it turns out without getting into any detail that they were in a different room and had to put the phone down and decide to come to bed. And all of a sudden that opened up an entirely different set of possibilities for the coach and for the client. And, you know, to be just, you know, fully uh, open and full disclosure on this, this is someone who, uh, you know, who we've known for quite a while and who we've worked with in the past. And so you and I, Howard, having been through a related conversation to this last year with the same person, still were under the assumption that it was in the bed. Even, you know, even though so, so that kind of reflects that we didn't get to that part of the detail in, you know, the conversation months ago. And so, you know, to your point about the, the pro versus the amateur coach and, and, and what sort of curiosity and questioning you do, I think there's a pro and an amateur in all of us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we need to tap into that pro part, Um you know, because I was thinking for myself today, we talked right before we got on this on this uh, podcast that I've had just kind of a hectic day, things going back to back. And I think if I had gone into a session like that, coaching that person and just jumped right in a few minutes ago without any kind of stop, without any kind of, you know, deep breaths or anything to ground myself, I probably would have done the same thing. Yep. Well, that, or yeah. maybe not even as good as that. <laughs> yeah, well, the, you know, the amateur is our default, yeah. right? Because there's nothing wrong with being an amateur coach if you're an amateur coach, right? Yeah. This is how the, the you know. So maybe putting a post-it on your computer or on your desk saying, "Can I see the movie?" Oh yeah, because right? you know, because we, we all catch ourselves and go and and take four steps back in a coaching session. 
and say, oh, you know what? I totally forgot this principle. But the more, you know, the more we do it, the more it starts feeling bad that we haven't done it. It's like, you know, it's like noon and you haven't brushed your teeth. And you're like, what's that? What's that film? <laughs> I, you know, I'm getting the feeling that you haven't been brushing your teeth lately. Yeah, well, no. we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a theme here. I've just, uh, you know, I found the pressure washer. All right. So it's uh... Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I do, uh, I, I do brush my teeth. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I really like the, the idea that you had there of putting, you know, a note, a sticky note or whatever it is on, on your computer, or on your phone saying hey do this hey remember this am i being mm -hmm. curious am i am i get watching the movie because it's actually something that whether it's this specific point or some other uh reminder that you need to be the pro version of yourself that's an incredible way to be able to simply just keep it as long as you don't end up with your screen all covered in notes and then you are so distracted that you can't coach the person. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got to keep, keep them, keep them small. But like, I, I got this from, I, I took a podcasting course from Alex Bloomberg of, um, you know, national public radio is great podcaster. Yeah. And in the course, he starts out by, um, he's introducing the course and saying, here I am, um, with my microphone and my recorder under the blanket, <laughs> so that I don't get it, you know, so I don't have any echoing. I'm in my apartment and I'm under the blanket. And that was a recording that he played for the class. And then he said, OK, now raise your hand if you can see the blanket. And everybody raised their hands like, oh, yeah, like what is it? What's the blanket? Oh, someone said it's like fuzzy and blue. Someone else said it's one of those camping blankets. Someone else said it's, a, it's like a duvet or a comforter. And the point is, everybody, we fill our brain fills in all these lacunae to use a fancy word that I looked up once, you know, the, the, the lacuna is literally the blind spot in your eye, like the thing right, that we all have a blind spot and we sort of see around it or fill in what's not there. And we do the same thing with our minds. Now, for radio, for a, for a drama, that's very useful because each of us can can draw our own connection to it. But when we're coaching someone, we don't want to impose our own understandings of the world. We don't we don't want to fill in their gaps with our assumptions because we're going to miss the important details that will lead to breakthroughs. You know, and I would almost add to that even that a major part of our job as the coach is to fill in and, and help them see their blind spot. So mm. if we're so busy taking that blind spot and filling it with our own crap, you know, whatever's in our head, whatever assumptions we have, whatever blue blanket that we see, that it completely crowds out whatever, you know, purple polka dotted blanket that they see, you know, <laughs> um, that that could totally get in the way. And, and, and so our goal is to ask them, OK, what is all the detail? That's that's so true. I'm glad you said that, because the 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 breakthrough doesn't occur when we see what's going on. It's when they hear themselves say what's actually going on. And you, you can see it. And, and like, there's this moment, there's sort of this sheepish smile where they say, oh, so that's when I reach for the ice cream. That's when I scroll the Instagram. That's when I decide to stay in instead of go out for a walk. Oh, and then almost it's almost <laughs> like, oh, well, it's obvious what I need to do. Like, you know, see you later. Well, to the story, you know, the example that we've used from last night, that was 
the smile, the, the energy shift, the face that we saw when the question about the alarm came up. It was like, oh, yeah, okay. Right. And then you even, Howard, asked, like, so do you know what you need to do now? And she's like, yeah, it's just the alarm. Right. <laughs> as simple as that. <laughs> right. And so that, you know, the other thing that's it's not on topic for today, but that moment doesn't happen unless we have created rapport and safety. Right. Because the person is now, you know, copping to something. They're revealing something. They've been found out. And if if they don't feel safe with us, they won't reveal it. They won't allow themselves to even notice it. I think that might be a wrap for today. I think, yeah, I think that was beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you, uh, Mr. Rogers or Mr. Jacobson. <laughs> Whatever we're going with here. <laughs> just, just call me Mike. Oh, <laughs> Ruffone. You know, it's funny because we had our little Mr. Rogers moment uh, before we started recording. And, and uh, I think we decided that our, uh, whether he exists or not, our producer is named Roger. So, hmm. Roger that. That's his yeah. last name. Roger Rogers. No, just Roger that. Oh, Roger that. Okay. Yeah. I hope people like hearing us banter about silly things. <laughs> well, you know, it's at the end. So, uh, yeah, they can always click stop. Played, if you don't like us, day. click stop. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I'll uh, banter with you next time. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks very much. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful and we will talk to you soon. I hope you found that helpful. So if you'd like to become a health coach, or maybe you already are a health coach and you'd like some additional training and more skills, or perhaps you're a health professional, a doctor, nurse, dietitian, etc., who would like to be able to influence your patients more effectively, again, check it out, wellstartcoach.com. All right, have a great day.